Thanks for tuning in and welcome to Same As It Ever Was, where we literally don't know what we're going to talk about. Everyone out in internet radio land, welcome to New Music Monday! <laughs> like a new thing. Yeah, yeah. Future Internet Radio Land. What does that mean? Oh well, let me tell you about the Al Gore and the Internet. <laughs> there, once upon once upon a time, there was a man named Al Gore. How could anyone take responsibility for the Internet? Like. How could know. anyone do that? Because you are so divorced from reality and a <laughs> and a textbook narcissist. That is yeah. how that happens. Yes, and yeah. he's not the he's not the only one. I'm surprised that I'm surprised there aren't more people in Washington that have claimed responsibility for it. There, I'm surprised that he didn't say that. And like a dozen other freaking eggheads in freaking DC were all like, "What are you talking about? We I did that. No, what are you talking about? I did that." I invented yeah. the internal combustion engine. Uh, but the engine's been around for like 150 years. Yeah, I mean, do you, do you think it's different saying, instead of saying that I invented something, like, no, I was just the first person to start using that. Right, right. Oh, you no. I mean? But that doesn't, but see, but the, the problem is, is that that doesn't make you a genius. The genius of it is in the invention, you know? I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you were the first person to use it, maybe that just makes you a pioneer, you know? Yeah, it would, I, uh, because uh, the Fosbury flop. Do you know what that is? The Fosbury flop? Yeah, do you know what that is? Oh. What is wait a minute, what is that? Since we're, since we're doing a, a post-Olympic wrap-up... <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know his first Oh, name. is this the guy who, like, tried to do the dive and then, like... No, no, no. It, close, but he's the guy that basically, now that they use, like, when they do the high jump, it's the it's the Fosbury flop. Oh, because okay. When you used to do the high jump, you would go over with your stomach down. Right, yep. And just go, you know... You're facing down, and now they go with their back facing down. Right, yep. And him and another coach came up with a way to do this, I guess, but then he's the pioneer, right? Oh, We're calling okay. The, he's the pioneer, uh-huh. of, even though it's named after him. Like, okay. I don't know. We call it, like, I have to – I'm pretty sure him and another coach developed this. And it's one of those, he's one of those people that's like, well, why not? Right? Well, that sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so you're saying he was one of the first ones to go over face up or face down? Face up. Ah, so he indeed did revolutionize the high jump. Because, yes. I mean, any self-respecting high jumper goes face up. Now. Now. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't be caught dead as a as a high jumper going face down, pshaw. <laughs> <laughs> so old school, ugh. Yeah, face and, down you know, high and, jumping. And, and folks, you know, uh, we've talked about it on the show before, but uh, I've 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 come into my first uh, Jeep owner situation. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I've had other friends like say, "Oh, get a Jeep." You know, you get in a Jeep. There's like too many problems. Yep, I have a leak, a lick. Yep. Got a lick in the in the Jeep. So I got some camper tape. This sounds like and, a very Jeep way to fix something in the Jeep. And yeah, all right, and and lined it, and it rained today. So I, I want to see how how got, there's got to be a reveal or something. I want to see yeah. if it's fixed or not. I'm, I'm, I'm with bated breath. I'm like, yes. Did it work? So, I mean, just to, just to, for, to give people perspective on this, it was, 
it was that JB reached out to me and was asking me if I've ever had like any sort of leaks around, like say the windshield or around where the, um, the, I don't know what you would call it, uh, window gaskets, I guess, if you will. Basically it's like the seals that are along the edge of the, um, the door where the door meets the top of like the, the roof of the car. Uh, because this is where he's getting water from me personally. I have not had any issues like that with my current Jeep. Um, JB's is significantly older than mine, I believe. Though, what year did you say yours is? So mine, mine's an 07. Yeah, which is not. I mean, is you know, eleven years younger than mine. But I mean, it's not my my original Jeep was a '92. And I mean, honestly, when when JB's contacted me about this. I'm thinking to myself, like, did my Jeep, does my, have I ever had issues with my Jeep leaking? And I'm thinking about my old Jeep, which was rhino lined for a good reason. Which is uh, deeply, deeply under consideration. Uh, Yeah, because I will tell you that it was, I mean, it was just one of these vehicles. I would, I would drive the thing to work in the rain with a raincoat on, you know? I mean, it was just like, I mean, I had a top for it, but I mean, there was, there were a lot, there was a lot of time that I spent with that Jeep where I would take the, the half doors, I would leave them on, but I would take the upper part with the window and take that off. I would take the side panels and the rear panel off. So all I had was essentially the, the top, which was awesome for summertime because dude, you could drive this thing and you had shade, but you still had all the fresh air. But there were times where it was, you know, it, it was stripped down. You know, I'd get up in the morning and it was raining. And I'm like, well, I still have to go to work. So fuck it. <laughs> I'd put a rain jacket on and I'd take a towel and put a towel over my lap, you know, to try to keep my pants dry. I mean, and, and it had the plugs in the bottom. So it was just like if it rained or whatever, I just pull the plugs and it would freaking you drain know, out. Yeah. But I could wash the inside with a garden hose was awesome you know well and i did a lot of like like i took all the carpet out and and did the the drain holes and i'm like oh yeah this is pretty good i might just get that the i guess they sell the rhino paint where you can paint it on yourself now sure um i might do it that way i don't know well yeah i mean all this the stuff that i had i mean it was like rhino line i'm sure you could probably get like almost that what is the Stuff you always see advertised on television. Oh, I know. Everyone's been talking like, oh, you should do that. The Flex Seal or something. Yeah, Flex Seal. I've heard some really good stuff about that, about that product. I've heard that it's no joke. I mean, it really does what it's supposed to do. I mean, I'm sure everybody has different experiences. And I'm sure it's also one of those things where, you know, you probably have people who've tried using it for inappropriate, you know, like, thinking that it's going to fix something that it would just never, ever fix. Um, and then, of course, it's one of those things, too, where, like, for yourself, if you were going to use a product like that, you would have to make sure, obviously, that the entire inside was just, like, sparkling clean. You know, yeah. that there was no rust, that there was, you know, you'd have to, you'd have, you'd, you'd probably, because are you talking about pulling the carpet out and everything? Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you did that, you'd probably have to, like, you know, I would get, like, a sander. Probably, you know, I'd probably get like a sander and make sure that you had all of like the glue or whatever that they use to adhere the carpet down, you know, I'd make sure you got all that stuff cleared off. So you're just down to the actual, you know, you're down to the actual metal. They don't use glue. No, no, they have these little fasteners. It's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, dude, I was, I was like, oh, because I was saying I could take the carpet out of my Jeep. I, I, dude, I was fully expecting that. Like, oh man, this is going to be a mess. Hopefully I don't rip it, whatever. Okay. So anybody out there who owns a Jeep and has word on this, let us know. I'm sure there's a YouTube video because, uh, there's gotta be. Yeah. YouTube university. It is. Dude, you live and die by it. It is. And especially when you're a Jeep owner, that shit comes in very handy. Unless you watch some asshole who tells you that you should freaking lock up your steering when you're going to like, I don't know hitch haul your Jeep on the back of your expedition across the country. That dude didn't have a fucking clue what he was talking about. Did you do that? Oh, I did. 
How did I, that happen? Dude, I that used, out? Oh, it was a fucking nightmare, dude. I mean, a scary <laughs> nightmare. It, I didn't, I'd never done this before. I had never, like, hit, like, I bought a hitch haul. And for folks who don't know what that is, it's basically, <clears throat> it's like a metal bracket that you can attach to the front bumper of the Jeep. And it's almost like a, a what do they call it? A ducktail. Is that what they call it? Like on a camper? So yeah. it's like a triangular comes up to a, 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 a ball hitch, you know? Um, and so you hook it up like this. Cause I was like, well, we're not going to drive two cars across the country. That's foolish. We can just tow the Jeep. And so I had never done it. So I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and watch this video. And this guy walks you all the way through the thing, you know, and, and he says towards the end, he's like, but just remember that you got to make sure that the, that the transmission is in neutral and that you have the steering wheel column locked. And I'm like, okay. So we leave and we're driving across like Arizona, you know, Nevada, all this stuff. We're going east. We're going up over the fucking Rocky Mountains in Colorado. And I kept having these issues like, you know, it was just it was tough. And we finally got to this point where I can't remember where the hell we were. Maybe it was Colorado something like that. And I take a turn to go into like a gas station and I hear this, this bang in the back of the freaking car. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And I go back and look and there were like four bolts, you know, that you lock into place. Dude, these bolts are completely sheared off. Wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? So basically now my hitch hole is about to just literally fall apart into pieces because there's no bolts holding it together. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because the way the hitch hole works is it's, you have to, it has to be kind of loose, you know, um, so that it'll actually articulate, you know, it'll kind of move as you're turning and shit like that. And thank God there was a freaking, um, there was a hardware store that was just like right across the street from this gas station. We go over there, dude. I had this little toolbox with me and I go in there and I'm trying to grab, I'm grabbing like the pieces of what's left of these bolts and going into the hardware store and trying to find matching hardware (laughs) and like, Oh dude, like, and rebuilding my hitch hole. We get all the way to St. Louis. We get all the way to St. Louis and our friend, John, John Cole, uh, was there visiting his mom and his, his daughters or something. And he's, he was a mechanic at one time. He still is, I guess. Uh, and he freaking, we pulled up to visit him and I'm telling him about this. I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fucking deal is with this, whatever. And he's like, well, I mean, do you, is your, is your steering column locked? I said, yeah. I mean, I watched this video about how, and he's like, no, 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 dude. Don't you don't do that. Like he's and on it at that point, he was like, dude, I'm surprised that you even got here because having that steering column locked puts so much stress because the wheels won't just turn. You know what I mean? That he's like, I'm surprised that that thing even stayed in one piece and you've actually got all the way here. And I unlocked it and freaking drove around the block. And it was like, whoa, look at that miracle. It's perfect. I mean, it was it was scary, dude. I was literally like, I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know how this works. I mean, but I will say, if you notice how many you drive, like, especially in the summertime, you're riding around and you see all these freaking class A RVs that are riding down the highway and they've got a vehicle tying, behind, you know, towing behind them. Yep. What percentage of them would you say are Jeeps? A healthy percentage, a very healthy percentage. Because supposedly, Jeeps are supposed to be one of the easiest vehicles to tow. Just just the way that they're designed. They're supposed to be really, really easy to tow. And I'm I'm still glad I've got this hitch haul, because I could even use it on the Jeep I've got now. I mean, if I needed to. Um, And all it does is you buy this kit that has, like, U-bolts. And the U-bolts hang on the front, you know, on the front bumper. Um, And freaking, or they're not U-bolts, but they're like... um, shackles you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 yep. so um but yeah like i say it was it was not a not a fun experience but but that jeep i will always miss 
I'll always miss it. It was my first one. It had so much character, dude. And it was a, it was a standard. It was so much fun to freaking drive. I love that little freaking manual transmission Jeep. Man, I, I used to have a, you remember the Suzuki Samurais? Oh yeah. That's a big thing. There's like a, that's like a little, little samurai subculture out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just had it cause it was available. Right. But, right, um, right. but like, I remember I'd come home from college and drive that thing around and I would not put the top on ever. It didn't, it didn't have AC. Right. Uh, I had a CD player with a detachable face. Ooh. Oh, yeah, right. This is so killer, man. So wait, I, I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna pose that to my, my kids. Like, yeah, so we had a, a, a radio that you could take the face off to, so people couldn't steal it. Right. Yeah. I want to, I want to see the look on their faces when they say that. Like, what? Why, Dude, why think about you... that. Think about the fact that you're living in a day now where it's like, I had a stereo in my car that you had to actually put things into. To listen to the music. Oh yeah, well, and do you remember the, the the ones where you lifted up on a handle and you pulled the whole stereo out? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like it came out like a big old freaking like a, a big brick. The whole thing come out. Yeah, and then you could like lock it and like because like with the jeeps, that's another thing that's interesting with the jeeps is that they have you can buy so much aftermarket shit for them. Oh yeah, that we have the little trunk steel trunk thing. Yeah, that's yep. part of the the back end. And then right. there's a locking thing underneath the seat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like the, the exactly. There's like a drawer thing you can put under the seat. There's also one that you can put because you have the windshield, and you have the roll bar. You know what I mean? That goes over the like uh, over the the back of the front seats. You know what I mean? It's like over your head, and you can buy these ones that actually connect to that roll bar. And then the forward part of this thing connects to right where the uh, windshield is, you know, that frame. Yeah. And it, ha- it has like, a, it's like a box with a lock on it. So you can stick stuff up in there and then just close the little door and lock it. And it's, I mean, that's one of the fun things about owning them is that, I mean, you really, and you can see some of these people who really invest a lot of money. Because this stuff, this aftermarket shit for Jeeps is not cheap, you know. Oh, oh no, yeah. they know they know their people. Oh yes. What was um somebody said what is Jeep there's they had an acronym for Jeep. And I forget what it was. What did they say? Just an extra I don't know, fucking have to look at it again. Yeah. But no, it's true. I mean when you see though, you see these folks all the time. I mean, you know, you see these people who own these Jeeps that look like something out of freaking Mad Max. I oh mean, yeah, they're they've ready got for the zombie apocalypse. Oh yes, dude, and they even have that. They'll have like the big like zombie, you know, zombie apocalypse rescue squad or some shit, you know, and, all and over the freaking. When I bought my son's Jeep, uh, he had like big old monster mutter tires on there. I was like, and I was looking at how much tread was left, and I was like, God, like how much am I going to have to pay to replace this? Um, well, I mean, yeah, to to have the same kind of tires, those are not cheap, bro. Right? Yeah, or just tires that would fit on the because there's obviously bigger rims. And when the guy's like, "Well, I have the original OEM rims that came with that," I was like, "Yes, can we trade them off?" He's like, "Yeah, it'll take a thousand dollars off." I'm like, "Yes." Oh, that's cool. And brand new tread, like right, non effective tread whatsoever. Like, okay. sure. So anyway, um, I'm more of a like. If I buy it from the lot like that, okay, that's one thing. I would never go out unless it had to like deal with like uh, an upgrade. Like obviously, like the the locking stuff, yes. But anything cosmetic outside, unless it like you know serves, really serves a function, yeah. Then I'm I'm a no. Unless yeah, I bought I... it like that from the dealer, right? I mean, I don't know. I've talked to Jennifer before about like. Man, it'd be really cool to get like, you know, uh, like a cargo thing for the top of the Jeep. Like that would be really neat. And then there's that part of me that's like, I mean, we, I would do that if, let's say we did a lot of camping. You know, if we did a lot of camping, because the one thing about the Jeep, even with the Unlimited, there's not a lot of storage room in this thing. It just isn't. You know, and that's what that's what Joaquin has. He has the unlimited. Right. So I mean, if you put the seats down in the back, you can get you know there's some room. You know, um, like yesterday we ended up going to Home Goods because 
um, you know, we're finding ourselves in that stereotypical situation where like, there's no more kids in the house. So it's like, what are we going to do with Junior's room? You know? And of course, it's one of those things where, you know, the kids come home from college and realize that their parents turned like their bedroom into, a, I don't know, a gymnasium or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's, you know, we're like, well, what, what are we going to do with this room? And to be honest, that room, the, the house really isn't changing all that much because all we did was they took all, obviously they took all their stuff except for the bed because they bought a new bed. Um, and we had, we had leftover bedroom furniture from Virginia beach stuff that we had owned since Hawaii. And so the big thing was the fact that they moved everything out. I went in there and the walls were just nasty, dude. Like from all the stuff that they, all the stuff that they had freaking, you know, hanging up pictures and like shelves and all this stuff in the room. There's all these holes in the drywall. Um, and thankfully, my father-in-law, who's really good at this stuff, like he actually went, got some spackle, came in, uh, you know, spackled up all these holes. He's really good at cutting in when you're actually like painting a room, um, which in all honesty is the hardest part about painting any room is cutting in. Uh, and so, like I say, he, they, you know, we got like a gallon of paint and he started cutting in. And by the time I got home from work, you know, I grabbed the roller. We painted the whole thing out. It was really nice. I mean, you know how military, this is military housing and you know how military housing is like, you know, when they come in and paint these rooms, dude, they're throwing paint on the walls. They don't give a damn. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't do it. Yeah. They're not doing a good job because they don't care. It's like, we, we need to get this place painted quick, like now, you know? Um, so anyway, we got that done. And then, uh, we were like, you know, obviously we're to turn this into like a guest bedroom. I mean, we we went we brought the stuff up from the garage, the, like our our uh, bedroom furniture with nightstands and the stressor. Um, got an awesome deal on a TV. That's like another thing that the Wallace House needs is like another TV, another TV, <laughs> another television. But we got this insane deal because uh, Parker, Madison's boyfriend, he actually got. Did I mention that he had gotten a promotion over at Target? No. Oh yeah, dude. Yep. He got freaking, he got a promotion over there. He's like this team leader, dude. He's got a bunch of, he's telling me the other day about the shit he's in charge of now. Um, and he got a really solid raise. That's like super awesome. Um, but they had a thing where I guess they were getting new models of the Vizio televisions in to put on, on display. And because they get the new ones in, they're like, well, we have to get rid of the old models. And because these are the floor models, basically it was like a $320 freaking television. It was like a 43-inch whatever. We got that thing for like 90 bucks. Whoa. Hell yeah, dude. I she, Well, that was the thing is that she contacted us and she's like, yeah, we'd really like to get this TV, but we don't have the money. And I was like, dude, I'll lend you the money if you get me one. And she's like, okay, so there you go. So, you know, get a TV in there. We went to Home Goods, which is always like, I don't know, sometimes Home Goods. You ever go into Home Goods? Like I don't Marshall? Even know. Uh, like you know what Marshall's? I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. It's sort of like the Marshall's furniture decor store. Um, yeah, not, no. Dude, my, it was like, I'll tell you something. My wife and my kids, the girls, they go into this place and it's like they're on freaking steroids. <laughs> I mean, because they're so dude, my my wife and my kids, they could marathon shit like what's that freaking uh the Magnolia people there on like on it HGTV. Oh, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? I don't, I don't watch Skip, Skip and, and Joanne. I don't know, I can't remember the name of their show. There's a bunch of different ones. They come up with all these crazy ones. It's like, aren't these all kind of like the same freaking show? You know, but they all have sort of like their little twist. Uh, what is it? Love It or List It is one of the shows that's on there, you know. Uh, they have the couple. One of them wants to get out of the house. The other one wants to stay and renovate. So are they going to like, are they going to let the let the chick renovate the house and keep it? Or are they going to like go find a new house and, and put the old one on the market? My point is, is that my my wife and my daughters could binge this shit twenty four hours a day, and and in a sense, it's cool because I will say that the three of them together, 
know how to put a freaking house together. Yeah, and you've mentioned that before. Like, they really have... Mackenzie is really good at this shit. So it's like, when we... I told you about how, like, we had redesigned our bedroom. And that was almost all Mackenzie. Like, we all... Three of us did it. But, you know, we're each sort of, like, coordinating all this shit. And we did the same thing with this other bedroom, dude. It's like... So the for, for this weekend, it was, like, the first time since, you know, we don't have these kids that we actually had company that came and stayed overnight. And, like, didn't have to sleep on the couch. It was it was kind of cool. It was like, well, we've got a guest bedroom. So, like, if we're hanging out and it gets late and you've had too much libation, libation. Uh, you know, and you, you don't feel like risking the, you know, risking a, 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 a run in with the fuzz, then freaking go rack out in the guest bedroom. And probably going to get a good breakfast uh, the next morning. And we did. We actually, I was going to make breakfast, but we got up and we decided to go try out a place that we had tried to go to before. Um, but when we were heavy in the COVID thing, it was hard to get in there. And so there was a little bit of a wait when we went the other day, but it was legit. It's a small little, you know, they, it's a place that only open to like one in the afternoon. Yeah. So it's really sort of a breakfast oh. joint. Um, dude, the homemade hash that they had there. The homemade corned beef hash that they had there. I had a bite of it because Jennifer decided to get a corned beef hash um, Benedict. Oh. Dude. I mean, the the English muffins that they use for this, these were not Thomas's English muffins, man. I was like, uh, they were thick. You know, the corned beef hash was interesting. It had um, carrots in it. What? Yeah, I've never had carrots in corned beef yeah, hash before. That's, that's a little off to me. Yeah, but it was really good. It was really, really. It was. Imagine. Well, you know, we've talked about boiled dinner, right? With like corned beef hash and potatoes and cabbage and all that shit, all in the pot, like New England food. Yeah. Just put it all in the pot and boil it and eat it. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like hash made out of boiled dinner, except there was no cabbage. But it's potatoes, carrots, and corn. It was really freaking good. I got the I got the country fried steak. Um, it was good. Yep. I and the only reason I got that was because the side that comes with it was a was a a grilled biscuit. So when you eat something like country fried steak, where does your mind go to where that is something where people eat? Like what state? Country or, fried steak? Yeah, what what area of the country? Oh, down south. Okay, all right. That's a southern. Thing it's weird, it's sure. just weird that you're getting it when you're in Maine. It's fine. You can you can get it everywhere <laughs> here. It's it, it really is such a. I mean, you could get you, you know you could, I I would say the same thing though for corned beef hash. I mean, you could. I'm assuming you know, like you're in Texas, you could order corned beef hash at like a restaurant. But I wouldn't. <laughs> You don't like corned beef hash? No, no, I wouldn't because it wouldn't be like I'm. I'm more. Of, I'm speaking more to authentic authenticity of like, you know. Well, where the, I'm the, more, yeah, no. Like, I, if I, I'm I, at I Denny's, you. I'm not going to order in Texas. I'm not going to order corned beef hash. Right. Yeah, you're not going to order fish chowder. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Um, no. I get. I get you. I mean. So I don't. Yeah. I mean, I like. I like country fried steak. Jennifer, she totally because I was actually going to order. Um, the corned beef hash, just not the Benedict thing, but just corned beef hash and, and eggs, you know. Um, and then I saw that grilled biscuit thing and I was like, eh. And Jennifer's like, I know what he's going to order. I know what he's going to order because we're with, we're with her Aunt Sue, who's like, she's only like a few, couple of years older than me um, or us and, uh, and her husband Cliff. And she's like, I know what he's going to order. And I knew what she was thinking. She's thinking he's going to order the country fried steak. And you gave her the old switcheroo. Well, I was like, I'm not ordering. I know. I, I was like, I know what you think I'm ordering. I'm not ordering that. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going with the corned beef hash and eggs. And she was like, oh, yeah, whatever. And of course, when the chick came and I had seen that grilled biscuit thing, I was like, yeah, I'll have the country fried steak. <laughs> have you ever seen that movie with Billy Crystal and Deborah Winger? where they fall in love and he's like a basketball referee and they're trying to have a kid and stuff like that. That's the kind of whole thing. But like, he always orders the veal Parmesan. That was his thing. And that, that became a point of contention. You always order the same thing. You never, he was like, I order what I like. I know what I like. 
Right. Like, this is what I like. This is what I'm going to order. Well, I think, I think for me, I'll tell you, I will tell you, for me, you know what I will order when I go into particular places that is very much in that same vein? A cheeseburger. Hmm. You want to know how good of a, you want to know how good a restaurant is? Order the cheeseburger. How do you rate, what is, what are your things, like, what are your, like, points of interest when you order a cheeseburger that you're giving it a rating uh first of all how it's cooked okay if i tell you i want it medium rare then i want it medium rare right i don't want to say i don't want to tell you medium rare and then it comes out and it's overcooked you know okay um i would rather have it undercooked than overcooked uh i would say the quality of the bun oh the the bun should not be something obnoxious because there are some buns that are just bulky roll freaking looking you know They're I don't filler. want to, I, yes I don't want to they eat don't them. want you eating all those fries that's that, dude seriously like I don't want to <laughs> eat the <laughs> eat the right. bread not the fries yeah you know what I mean like I don't want to eat the burger but it's like all I'm eating is just tons of bread um obviously the variety of vegetables that are that are on this thing you know i mean is this just a lettuce and tomato thing or is this like lettuce tomato and onions lettuce are we, tomato are we onions talking and about pickles lettuce yeah know? like and it doesn't have to be to me it doesn't have to be anything like shredded arugula you know what i mean <laughs> it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be that you know you what know? i look at this the, the what kind of pickles are you putting on there? Like, are they thick cut pickles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, or is it like a relish deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. or like the the plastic, you know, the ones that you just buy. You know what I mean? Right. Of course. Yeah. Are they skimp? What are they skimping on in these ingredients? Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if I get the burger, and like it's just lettuce and tomato, um, eh, you know, because I like to have freaking, I like, you know, it's, I'm at a restaurant, dude. I mean. So, so do you show the face of disappointment when they pull this burger out and you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Do you like it when they present it to you open face and then you get to put the bun on? No. As, as a present? No. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that, dude. Put the damn thing together. I want to see it as a completed thing. I don't want to have to put it together. Does it match the picture in the menu? <laughs> That's a good question. That is a that is a fair question, I believe, to ask. Is it? Yes. This is what you're advertising. This is what you're showing me a picture of. Do you want this? Hey there, Jimbo. Do you want this cheeseburger? And then when I get it, it looks like somebody fucking stepped on it in the kitchen. It's like getting catfished <laughs> yeah. by a woman. Seriously, like, it is great it's with all this makeup on. Catfishing. But when the makeup's off, it's like, what? yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the freaking and all of a sudden, your burger turned into a butterface. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's see, that's what that's a cheeseburger butterface burger, butterface burgers, and it, man. And, you, and then the explanation is like. It may look like shit in the outside, but all the e- ingredients inside taste great. <laughs> Don't judge the burger by its looks. <laughs> judge it by its taste. This 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 burger has personality. <laughs> right, days. exactly. Yes. Yes. Like this yes. is the burger that you take home to your mother, Absolutely. not the one that you show right. your father. Yes. <laughs> we've just uh-huh. made we've invented a burger just now. What right. if, do you get excited when they offer burgers that uh, have eggs? Mm. Like a like a like an I egg. love it, love it. How much protein do you need in your burger, dude? Dude, you know you want to know something? And I mean, you you were stationed in Europe, yeah. That is getting a cheeseburger to me. When I get that, that's a French style cheeseburger. You order a cheeseburger. In La Royale France. with cheese. La Royale with cheese. Yep. All right. You know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese? They don't have. They, they just call it a quarter pounder. pounder. They, they yeah. don't have. They don't have pounds. They don't use pounds. They're on the metric system. Yeah. No. I mean, and if you don't know the movie that we're quoting right there, you're wrong. Shame. Um, shame. But uh, <laughs> shame. 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 Ding ding. <laughs> shame. <laughs> 
But no, it's true. Like you go there and order a cheeseburger and they come with an egg on it. I love it. I think it's great. You know, I mean, even you know, and I don't usually do bacon on my burgers, but uh, you know, if you if you do the bacon with an egg, that's good. Um, a lot of protein. Ha- have you ever have you ever uh, been to Slater's Fifty Fifty? Never. You've never been there. Uh, out in San Diego, there's this burger. I've never joint. been stationed in California. So wrong. That is just so wrong. Maybe, maybe if I got one chance, you know what? I've never been stationed other than in Japan, but technically I'm not going. I I went east because it's the far east, right? It's not going right. west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've never been stationed west, west. of the Mississippi. Oh, that's too bad, man. I, I mean, know, well, I've but you, I mean, but you got, before. but you got stationed in Italy and stuff, and that's in cool. Japan, like, you know, yeah, places I like mean, that. You know, I mean, I never like being being in the Marine. At least being in the Marine band, there was never, you know, once the once the the Marines pulled out of the whole freaking NATO band thing. Yeah. Then it was like the only way that you you weren't the only way it's you were going to Corey's get... fault. He fucked it up for everybody. Well, there you go, Corey. Fuck um, asshole. No, so speaking of like looking like the picture so that do you know that there's a whole industry in japan where they just make replicas of the food that they serve and as you're like waiting to go into the restaurant they have these glass things and then they have exact replicas and they look real but they're not they're fake that's dude that's starbucks and and then that's what you get like it looks like that. it looks exactly like it yeah but yeah Starbucks doesn't use plastic. They use the real food, do they not? Mm, like, I, I'd i have to defer to Madison on this. The barista. Oh, yeah. I forgot she worked there. Because uh, I, I, for some reason, I have a feeling that it, it, like, not all of it is real. That some of it is what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, it's little plastic models. But it looks just like the real freaking thing. And when you get it, it looks just like the thing that you're it, looking it at. Look, yeah. I mean, there. would you say there's comfort in that? Oh, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. I mean, as long as you can, as long as you can live up to it, you know, do you remember, I mean? do you remember when McDonald's did the whole thing where they kept the cold side cold and the hot side? Yes. Cold? It was the freaking, um, God, I was just talking to somebody about this just where are weeks you? ago. Yes. The Mc. God, not the, Keep the cold side cold and the hot yeah. side. Yeah, it wasn't. I the remember Mc, the commercial. It wasn't the McDouble. God, what was that thing called? But it was. I mean, it, honestly, it was kind of a cool idea, you know, because people didn't like getting their burgers with like all these like the nasty fucking veggies and shit. Well, and part of it is exactly because of what you're talking about. It was because people would get their burgers and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" Or you know? or that. The burgers came out hot and it was wilting the vegetables. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. All, those, all, all that stuff was like, uh, doesn't look like what I just ordered. You know, but at least if they put it in, but of course, then again, that goes back to having to assemble your food. I mean, I don't know. But I just, I, like I say, to me, the burger is like a, a great way to be able to determine, okay, well, what is the quality? I mean, think about it. If you go to freaking. If you go to if if you go to IHOP or you go to Denny's or something and you order a burger, what are you gonna get? Well, and so I will tell you in the burger competition world, because uh, I've played at a couple, um, it was interesting to me how you said about the buns, but they look at the ratio between the buns and the meat and how it's put together. And if the buns are like out of ratio from the in the middle part, what's in between the buns, and that's yes. a hit. Sure. It should it should be all like in thirds, right? No, it should be in my mind. It should be. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's you, like, you might as well say that the the meat is a meat bun. The, it's the, a meat bun. Yes, yeah. I mean, that's like you know. I went to I, w- I was going to rehearsal. Uh, what was this last week? The week before, and I was like, man, I freaking I I needed to I I needed to. Like you and I had done the show and I had, we wrapped it up and I was like, I got to dip in and grab something to eat real quick on the way to rehearsal. I go through McDonald's and I ordered two cheeseburgers. What's your go-to fast, fast food burger? 
Me? Yeah. Uh, You don't even have to think about it. Just what do you go? If I had my choice, Wendy's. Wendy's. Hands hands down. Yep. I'm a Burger King guy. I I get a Whopper every fucking day. Yeah, I like that. The Whopper's a good burger. I mean, a lot of people are like, "Mm." the thing I like the thing I like about the Whopper is that it's 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 broiled. Yep. You know, it's grilled. Um I like the I like the Wendy's burgers because I've not ever had a bad Whopper. I just thought about it. I've never had a bad Whopper. I've had a bad quarter pounder. Yeah. There, well, I will say, but there are times. There are times with the Whopper where, and this is a common problem with fast food burgers in general, uh, it, it is excessive condiment. You get a Whopper, and I, I like the Whopper with cheese, the Whopper with cheese, uh, but sometimes they can go a little crazy with the mayo. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. They can go a little crazy with that mayo, and next thing you know, it's like you're trying to eat this thing, and there's like, dude. And plus, you can't go wrong. Two whoppers for five dollars. No, it's true. And I you mean, just it's... eat one one day, put the next one in the fridge, eat the next day. <laughs> just heat it up. You're good. Just heat it that... up. Heat it oh up. Oh my hey, god. I I heat I reheat burgers with the wrapper on. I'll tell you the I'll tell you one of the burgers that I really freaking liked, man. And I think every one of the places, every one of the chains has tried a version of it. The Wendy's one was really good though, and it was uh, the burger with um, bacon and like the it was almost like like nacho cheese, but it's not nacho cheese, you know? It's like cheese whiz, yeah, and freaking mushrooms, yeah. Oh, dude, I don't know. You'd have to keep that that burger. It'd have to be pretty warm as you're eating it because that nacho, whatever the cheese whiz stuff would harden up. Oh, sure. Back. It does. It does. But my God, it is good. And then it starts sticking to your insides. Well, they all stick to your insides. I mean, that's why it's fast well, food, right? Well, technically, a burger is not, other than the bun, everything else on a burger is not bad for you. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, the problem that you have with the burgers at fast food joints, particularly, is just the grade of the meat. You know, yeah. it's it very fattening. You know, very fattening beef. Uh, what do you think it, they use? Seventy thirty? Oh, probably. Yeah, at least. It's at least. That's what I would guess. Uh, I would think I they would say, use ninety ten, just because it's cheaper meat to get ninety ten than the fatter the beef. I mean, eight twenty, eight eighty twenty is like the go to in our household. Yeah, I'd say that we probably do that most of the time. To me, the price for that for what you're getting is is acceptable. The problem with seventy thirty is that you buy all this beef and then you cook it, and all of a sudden you look at it and you have half as much freaking food there. It's you know? melty. Yeah, because all the fat just you know cooks off <laughs> of it, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? Um, but I will say that with McDonald's, I will say a marked improvement, dude. When they went to that, when they went to those fresh patties. Oh, but let me tell you something about McDonald's, and I've. I, I questioned my teammates on my eSport team about McDonald's. We had McDonald's last week, maybe. Um, and I went there, and I could not believe. When did the fucking prices insane go up? A, a quarter pounder meal was $10.85. Yep. What the fuck? It's insane, dude. I was like, whoa. Uh-huh. I was like, no, 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 no. I, I got the 10 piece chicken McNugget meal and it was $9.18. Right. What? Dude, it's crazy. It truly is crazy. I swear to God. And I, like, my team's like, yeah, that's like the normal price. I'm like, no, 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 no. I remember at least two years ago or a year ago when I, I, you know, I don't really paint. I remember like a value meal was six to $8. Yeah. And now it's eleven for a quarter pounder. It's crazy, dude. And it depends on where you live. You know, it does depend on where you live. Uh, but, dude, absolutely, it's crazy to me. I, I, I mean, I went there like I say, like last week or whatever it was, and I got the, I got the, the cheeseburger thing, two cheeseburger. That was the cheapest one on the menu. And I mean, with the exception of maybe like the chicken McNuggets or something. Um, and I think that was almost eight bucks. 
but if you get like you say around here because it depends again it depends on where you live the way that they price everything um around here if if i go through and get like that quarter pounder with with cheese meal here it's almost 10 bucks and that's just that's crazy to me dude i'll tell you something that is not the mcdonald's way no dude i remember when i was a kid i remember when i was a kid Dude, my mother used to be able to take me and my siblings, my two siblings. Um, well, my older sister wasn't at home anymore because she was much older than us or than me. But anyway, would take us to McDonald's and could feed the three of us and herself for like twelve dollars. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. This was a very long time ago. But seriously, you could like you could you used to be able to go and get a freaking you, you know you used to be able to go year, years ago and get a freaking combo meal for less than 5 bucks it was like 4 dollars or something yeah same thing with taco bell uh the bean burritos used to be like 89 cents and now they're all the way up to like a dollar 50 yeah it's crazy to me i just i'll tell you something. i mean well and the thing is man is that it's not just there it's everywhere you know, it's everywhere. I see the, the I saw a thing the other day uh, talking about nationwide, nationwide, the price of gas in the past year has gone up almost a dollar and like 13 cents or something in a year. And then it's not just that. I mean, that that, you know, that cost, you know, that cost gets you know, turned over to you as a consumer for everything you buy. Everything. Yep. It's a domino effect. Yes. You know, everybody's like, oh man, they're like raising the minimum wage. They're doing all this stuff. And I'm like, ah, no, they're not. <laughs> like they're raising the minimum wage and every business out there is passing that added expense onto you, well, the customer. I mean, we, you know, in the military, we've 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 always dealt with this in the base like they raise our 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 basic allowance for housing and then the whole area like oh well then they got to pay raise then we're going to raise everything yes exactly like, oh this is the new rent oh you get two thousand dollars now right for rent? Yep. guess what uh there's no more fifteen hundred dollar rent no. now now everything's now two thousand because we know what you get absolutely I mean, dude, that's and everybody, and that's that's just in the military context, yeah. You know, because you have okay, they know what the be it, you know, they know what the housing allowance is and so forth. But you know, out in but the they're sub- not improving the product. No, 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 no. That's the problem. That's exactly the problem. It's the same product, just it costs more because now in their eyes, well, you can afford it. You know, you can afford this as much now as you could afford the fifteen hundred dollar rent. I don't believe that the chicken nuggets changed. Oh no! This is all dude. No, it is all. (laughs) Oh, you're talking about the chicken nuggets. I don't know. That was a real subtle difference. I think. I I didn't ever really feel like the chicken nuggets were like terrible or something. You know, they said they went to it was processed right to real chicken right. And I just like I say, I never really thought that there. I mean, maybe it was a little better, but. I mean, I will say the one thing with the quarter pounder with cheese that I think is kind of cool, though, is that now, and I'm assuming they're doing this down there, is that you can get, there's three different versions of it. Have oh, you seen yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have the bacon. Uh, so right. April got the quarter pounder, which she wanted the quarter pounder. She was like, get it with the bacon. And she was like, I appreciate the fact that you chose bacon. I'm like, I know my wife. That's love. That is love. Love. That's, that's I know. Love. I know what kind of. I know what kind of quarter pounder you're going to order. Oh yeah, get me the veggie burger. And that's a <laughs> yeah never. So no. speaking of love, have you ever? You know what OnlyFans is? I think I've heard of it, but I'm not sure. Um, I would say most of it is like it, it's content based, and a lot of it is like people like taking there's there's been a whole bunch of things where like teachers and stuff are like doing only fans and it's them you know 
in lingerie or sometimes nude or they do videos, whatever. And it, it, it's as... wasn't only fans. Wasn't that the wasn't that the platform that we were talking about those uh, those videos that people make? Uh, it's like they turn the compression way, way up on the microphones and it'll be like the sound of them like chewing or something. No, that, that? no, that, that was, that was with Scott. Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 no. But, oh, there might be an OnlyFans. Well, so anyways, most people know OnlyFans uh, if people are just like showing off their bodies. Oh, okay. There's a dude on OnlyFans and you get subscribers and like, you know, Hey, if you want full content, it's like 25 bucks. This dude weighs 500 pounds and he eats 10, he videos himself eating 10,000 calories a day on OnlyFans and is making a living on this. Well, he needs to because to eat 10,000 calories worth of shit is a small fortune. And, and it's part of a, what they have, it's called a fat fetish community. he's part of an erotic weight gain subculture god and and people watch him they're called loading sessions (laughs) (laughs) that is awesome (laughs) he's making a living doing this so and so, so what you're saying is that there's somebody's watching him. So you're saying that there's that there are people who are watching him pack his face, and they're like clicking the mouse, or they're like snapping the carrot or something while he's doing this. Because you oh, said that this know. is like I an erotic know. thing, I, you know. I, I mean, don't, I don't know I don't... why you'd pay a subscription for. I mean, it better be something. You know, it better be doing something for you to be worth dropping that kind of coin just to watch some dude pack his face with food. I mean. It, it's definitely in the fetish realm. It's got to be. But dude, think about this. Like, <laughs> that's I'm just crazy. Gonna, I'm gonna pay twenty five dollars a month to watch this dude eat. Yeah, food. So the question is this: If he ends up dying, right? God forbid he ends up dying. Uh-huh. You know, eating because of obesity. Right. Like, can his family sue the people people that paid for this subscription? Because uh, they're they're paying for him to eat food. to abuse to abuse himself. Right. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't. I don't know. I don't think there there can't be any sort of liability there. You, don't you think? know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. People are. You know, we wonder what's wrong with the world. Uh, did I ever tell you about that episode of? Uh, that episode of, I think it was like, oh, it was uh, Dr. Phil. And it was the episode with the adult babies. Did I ever no. tell you about that? Oh, yeah. No. So, so <laughs> begin, episode begins. And it's this guy and this girl. And they've been together for a long time. And it got to this point where he started basically letting her know that, that he wanted to be an adult baby. And so you ask, what is an adult baby? An adult baby is a grown person who wants to live like an infant. And so there's this whole industry that is geared towards this, where you can buy like grown up size cribs and grown-up sized high chairs and grown-up sized changing tables and all of this stuff. And obviously they've got adult diapers, you know, but they've also got adult-sized baby clothes. I mean, it's the whole everything that you need. And so this woman was basically like, I love you so much. I will support you in this lifestyle that you want to have, you know, So, of course, this means that she's changing his diapers, that she's having to feed him. They they had, like, video of him, like, dressed up as a baby in, like, the baby high chair. And, like, she's having to feed him. And he's, you know, he's acting like, he's acting like a baby, you know. 
nah, 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 you know, whatever, throwing his hands around and, you know, all this stuff, rolling around on the floor like a baby. Well, the whole point of this episode was that she got to this point where she's basically telling him, like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I just, it's too much. I can't do it. And so then you find out in the episode that, so they broke up. And so this dude, the grown-up baby guy, put an ad in some sort of publication, I don't know what, looking for someone to adopt him. <laughs> what? Yes. And oh some, dude, some other man adopted him. And didn't just adopt him, adopted him and another male adult baby. So this third guy, like, is the dad, the parent figure, and basically takes care of these two grown men who spend their days. Pretending Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, seriously. Seriously. Oh my god. I'm like, I'm watching this episode, I'm just thinking like. And we wonder what is wrong with the world, man. There are people out there like this. But isn't is it okay to say in this instant? It, well, that's their normal. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? Every time stuff like this comes up, <laughs> every time, every time do, shit do like they this wipe comes... their ass. Yes. No. Uh, no. Yes. No. No. no, no. What? Yes. Yes. They poop their pants, Jeremy. No, they do not. Yes, they do. He made it very clear that yes, and that this was a non-sexual thing. That was his thing. That this is this has nothing to do with sexual anything. Oh my god, dude! But that this guy like changes their diapers, pisses their pants. Yes. Oh. Oh. You know what I say every time I hear one of these stories or I see this kind of thing? This is when I look at my wife and I'm like, are there no insane asylums? <laughs> like, this um, is what happened. This is what happens when you close the insane asylums. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you have, there is something wrong with your brain. There's something wrong with your brain. If you need this thing, to get you freaking through your day. <laughs> There's something wrong with you, man. Yeah, because you're missing out on something. <laughs> you're missing out on some of your brains? That's what you're missing out on. Like, oh my God, how is your, you know, and then it's terrible because I see this kind of thing and I think to myself, like, where did your brain just get fucking whacked out wired? Like, what happened in your life? <laughs> like, Somehow in your brain, these things connected and were like, yes, yes, this makes sense. (laughs) Like, what? Oh, my God. Your parents let you watch TV when you were too young or something. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Crazy, crazy people, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, there was a time, you know this. There was a time in this country when if you had been like, I want to be a grown-up baby, somebody would have been like, do-do-do-do-do-do. They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. <laughs> you would have been like, call the fucking guys with the lab coats and the rubber room because that's where this guy's got to go. You know what I'm saying? You need to talk to someone. You need to talk to somebody who's like, you are a grown-up, okay? Like, let's let's get with the pro. Let's get with the program. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I... Oh my god. Shaking my head. Shaking Seriously, my head. Seriously, dude. Seriously. Oh my goodness. So new music Monday. What do you got? All right. So mine uh is from the band Los Lobos. Oh, very cool. From and you know, the only the first time uh I ever listened to him is when La Bamba came out, right? Yes. My dad introduced me. And by the way, that was the first song I learned how to play on guitar. Oh, cool. My dad, we went and saw the movie. And my dad taught me how to play it like when we got home from the movie theater. Um, but anyway, so they came out with uh, an album uh, that is a covers album. Yeah. Uh, just recently, like, like last week. 
Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, cool. Because especially when you have, for me, when you have bands that are still going and they release an album, I'm like, oh, shit, they're still fucking making me, you know, they're not, they're not resting on their laurels. Right. Like, like even like Rolling Stones, you know, like in 2017, they came out with a blues album because guess what? Uh, They're a blues band. Yeah, sure. So, so when they come out with a blues album, like, I'm going to fucking listen to that. But they did mostly like California bands, okay, uh, because they're from California, and they did their takes on some like a Beach Boys tune, Jackson Brown. But a really cool one is they 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 did uh, Blue Bo- Bluebird, and for what it's worth, so the something's happening here, what it is mm-hmm. by Buffalo Springfield, and that is fucking badass. That is cool. Yeah. So, like. It's to me, it's cool when when bands recognize like who their influences were. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, and and then like how they, some of them like do their own like spin on it. Right. Uh, and and they they have you know really good backup singer. You know they they do harmonies very very well. Right. Um. So the the Beach Boys song "Sun Sun on a Sailor" uh, is really awesome, and then. Jamaica Say You Will, which is Jackson Brown, like one of his popular tunes. Right. And it's cool. It's cool that they did popular tunes, except for Sail on Sailor. Isn't really a, a Beach Boys popular tune that people would know, but it, it's a pretty badass album, man. I, I listened to it um, on on the way to one of my... I had a gig in D.C. this weekend, so I was like, oh, oh cool. shit, yeah. Yeah. So I've got... Um, I actually have two. I've got two. <laughs> Uh, one of them is actually a friend of my son, Ian, this girl that he's been friends with for years and years and years, like since like middle school. And we had never met like Jennifer and I had never met this girl. We just always heard about her or whatever. And so he contacted us like last week and was like, hey, you know, would you mind if, you know, we got together like with a couple, you know, a couple of my friends, whatever, over at the house. And I was like, yeah, you know. Um, I mean, he's staying with his his grandparents, and I know he doesn't really feel like he has a lot of opportunity to sort of host people and hang out with them because he doesn't have his own place. So, um, but uh, this girl Sydney, and uh, so she showed up over here, and we're sitting out back and you know talking whatever. And I finally was like, so you know, what do you what do you do for a living? And she was like, I'm a singer. And I was like, oh, really? Like, do you have a band or something? She's like, no, no, no. Like, um, like I do like R&B and all this sort of stuff. I was like, okay, cool. Like, like, do you have albums out or anything? And um, she's, you know, she's put out a bunch of materials. She did like one complete album. She's done a bunch of singles. She didn't name names, but she said that she's worked with a number of these producers out of like New York and stuff who have worked with like some pretty big name folks. Um, and she had said that she had just gotten back from doing a show down in Orlando. Um, just like, I guess last week or something like that. And she was naming some other places around the country where she's gone and done shows. So she's really sort of like, and like she's out there hooking and jabbing, you know what I mean? Like she's trying to, she's determined that she's going to make a career out of this. And I checked out one of her videos on YouTube. Cause I was like, well, I mean, I asked her, I said, well, like, do you have, like, a stage name or something? And she was like, I, you know, just, you know, Sydney the Singer. And so I looked that up on YouTube and had a bunch of her videos on there um, and just tunes. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And, I mean, it was, it was legitimate R&B, you know. Um, I wouldn't really – it's kind of weird. Like, imagine this girl from, like, small town Maine somehow, like, forging <laughs> – yeah, like forging this career and like legitimate R and B, but it was cool. So I'll yeah, you know, I'll probably connect to one of her videos or something to uh, to the page. The other one is, uh, you know that this, you know that just I think it was last week was the anniversary, the thirtieth anniversary of the release of the Black Album by Metallica. Right, dude. What thirty? Thirty years oh. ago. And so in honor of that, Metallica is releasing an album called The Blacklist. Oh, yeah. I saw about, yeah. I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't either. I haven't either, but I want to check it out. It is 
all other bands playing tunes from the Black Album. And a, like I I know like Rodrigo Rodrigo and what's her name like these two Spanish guitarists yeah. are doing a version of a song. I'm like, what? I yeah. mean, the, the 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 types of like the genre spans of who's participating. Yes. In this album. Yeah, like it's not just all a bunch of heavy metal bands. You know, um, but I want to check it out. I think it'd be kind of cool. I mean, I'm a, a fan about I'm a fan of about half of that album. Um, the other half of it, I'm sort of like, whatever, uh, you know, what the hell is the name of that song? Wolf and Man or some foolish thing. Yeah. Like that. Uh, I'm not a fan of Wolf and Man. Uh, of Wolf and Man. Yes. Yeah. It's a foolish song. But um and any of the ones that are, I mean, I, you know, the, the ones where, where James Hetfield decided that he was, you know, going to sing sweetly in my ear. It was like, oh, come on. But anyway, I, I regress. Um, but I, it should be cool because you never know. I'm, I'm hoping that checking this thing out, that maybe there's some of those people, some of these artists actually play some of those tunes that I really don't like very much and do something interesting with them. And it's like, wow, that's kind of cool. It's too bad that Iron Maiden did it or that, you know, Metallica did it the first time. <laughs> right. So anyway, but yeah, no, that's uh, the new stuff, man, new stuff out there. So, but uh, for the folks who are out there checking out the show, once again, thank you for tuning in. Shout out to Joe. Joe, saw your message, buddy. Here's some new material for you, my friend. I know it's, <laughs> it's been a little, it's been, it's been a little, you know, hit or miss here lately but you know summertime rolls summertime rolls life gets busy um but for the folks who are out there honestly we appreciate you so much tuning in checking it out make sure you tell your friends tell your family and uh we will catch you on thursday with some youtube thursday later man like